on the day then I was using an app and I wasn't necessarily as used to the app as I was got a little frustrated with it um, and also then with the rain the um, the, the screen of the phone got wet so I couldn't I couldn't actually even though I was getting a bit frustrated with the app in general I when I was trying to slide the screen it stopped responding to my thing so I'd wipe, wipe it on my kit or the inside of my shorts but that was wet as well so um Hello, welcome to episode number 25 of For Fit's Sake, the podcast brought to you by FS Gyms. Uh, Rudd's very exciting episode for lots of different reasons. Um, it's getting close to the Dublin Marathon, a couple of weeks' time. Uh, lots of our members in the gym are running the marathon. We've had some interesting running experiences this year, but the reason I'm so excited about this podcast is you ran your own makeshift marathon over the weekend. Yeah. Is it fair to call shift. it that? I don't know if that's a... It was a full marathon. It was. Um, basically... I was meant to do the Dublin Marathon. I can't do it anymore, but I'd done all the training and started raising money for the Irish Cancer Society. Um, of course, close to all our hearts in terms of what we've done before with the stand-up to cancer. Um, but I wanted to do something to raise some money and the marathon seemed like a logical choice. When I d- found out I couldn't do it anymore, I decided I was going to run it anyway. So the best weekend for me was the weekend just gone. My diary was free. So um, you live by that diary. I live by that diary. So I got out and uh, on the Thursday night I went to our friends at the Leeson Barbers and they shaved my head uh, for me to help raise funds and um, make me more aerodynamic and lose a kilo, which every little helps. Um, and then went and ran the marathon on. Don't, don't 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 jump. There are so many things I want to ask you because I genuinely haven't spoken to you about this at all. Um, there's so many exciting things about this that's going to be really good to discuss for anyone who's thinking about running the marathon. Even just some things that people will take from this that are just thinking about running in general, not necessarily going to run a marathon. But firstly, anyone who hasn't seen Rudd's head, um, you have to go to Kieran Ruddock on Instagram and check that out straight away. Um, and if you haven't donated to him yet, it's definitely worth doing after seeing what his poor wife has to put up with for the next... Uh, how long is it going to take to grow back? I think I'll be back to like grade three within two weeks. Two weeks, very good. And it's kind of nostalgic me looking at your head shaved this tight, Rudd's, because how many years ago did I accidentally shave your head? Be Ten, would it? 10 years couldn't be is it I don't know man oh my god yeah no no. it actually could be yeah it could be yeah it is at least 8 yeah so this is it's good to see your head back shaved again and coming into winter it'll be nice and chilly but anyway if you haven't done any to Rudds yet definitely check out everything's on Instagram Rudds all your links are they yep so right this weekend was the free weekend it was also what was the storm called Storm Callum 130 kilometer an hour winds the most rain we've had all year good way to probably start the story Rudds I didn't actually run in the winds. That that's let's just uh, clear that out of the air in terms of just that, wasn't as windy on Saturday, was it? It, it wasn't at okay, all. Good. And and don't get me wrong, I was worried about that. People told me, but I said, well, I'm going to just run it anyway. Um, Standard and, response. Uh, but it wasn't windy at all. And it, it, to be honest, a few people have said it to me after. Oh, imagine what it was if it was a better day. I actually think it helped me a lot because it just consistently rained in terms of my body temperature. I never got overheated, whereas I'd done a run in France, 30k, and I got overheated in that run, so I think it suited me. Probably way down to you. Okay, very good. And then, uh, so, lots of challenges, obviously, being the first marathon that you'd run. Um, like, very difficult challenges, take some technology issue- issues. Yeah, so, uh, 
in my training, I'd never really used any of the apps on my phone or anything like that. I'd just gone for a simpler approach of just going out and just running distances. So just run a distance and just gradually build that up. Um, and that worked quite well because it was just very simple and I'd just go out and run and um, I knew I was only starting it. But on the day then I was using an app and I wasn't necessarily as used to the app as I was. I got a little frustrated with it. Um, and also then with the rain, the um, the fo- the screen of the phone got wet, so I couldn't I couldn't actually even though I was getting a bit frustrated with the app in general, I when I was trying to slide the screen it stopped responding to my thing, so I'd wipe wipe it on my kit or the inside of my shorts, but that was wet as well. So um, luckily I had the Fitbit and that was telling me the distance, so I just made a call about six seven k and saw this i'm stressing about something that's not that important yeah and one of my little mantras for the day that i had written down to help me get through it was uh just run so like for, for, so if in doubt if i was struggling i'd just say to myself just run just run and that, that's all i had to do because at the end of the day it's the first marathon i was doing so it was going to be a pb for me if i finished it so yeah. That was something I tried to think about a lot in terms of no matter how tough it was, just run. So when the phone wasn't working, I said, sod this, I'm just running. And I put the phone, um, I just held on to the phone, but I didn't answer it. And I just got rid of all the bits and bobs and just ran with no music, no anything. Just, like, just p- people who know you won't be surprised by that, that like nothing got in the way and distracted you. But something as blunt and simple as that, like just run, it you know probably seems like it's a reasonably simple, it's, just, it's, ob- it's an obvious thing to write in your hand when you run the marathon. But when things don't go well, and there's clutter there's phones like I was ringing you yeah. I was trying to I, I planned on meeting you for maybe the last 10k yeah and um, Sarah yeah, and Sarah well. yeah so I kind of had followed where I thought you'd be on the route tried yeah. to log in and check where you were couldn't find you because obviously you weren't using the app anymore drove around looking for you and we were like doing the completely wrong route because you just winged it in the end but like that could have been a reason for you to stop because you'd be going, all right, the guys aren't going to see me now. I'll have to ring them. I'll have to try to go somewhere and dry my phone. So I'm not worried about the guys missing out. But you just kind of cleared all the clutter like you, you preach all the time and just got on with it. And in the end, you got it done. Yeah. Um, and even like it was a bit annoying not being able to answer the phone because I knew yourself and Sarah were. You trying. answered it once, and it was very funny. That 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 was it. So like that was that I I was like doing that, and then. <laughs> It missed it. I, I didn't get through to it. Okay. But I was still running and I didn't answer. But then I just kept doing it and then it rang. I was like, oh, yes. And then it, it just like... <laughs> it was like... <laughs> Rory, Rory. <laughs> Couldn't hear a thing. Couldn't hear a thing. I was trying to do it. It didn't work. And then after that, every time you were ringing, I was trying to swipe it again because you're, you're not running very fast. Well, I certainly wasn't at that stage. So it's not like, you know, if you're out for a 5K and you're trying to like do something with your hands and run it slows you down a lot yeah. whereas I was running so slow that I could play around on the phone all day and it wasn't affecting my pace yeah. um, but I just couldn't get the thing to uh, to open up um, and take the call yeah so like obviously look it's not an ideal situation for you to be in uh, you know there was no planned route no marshals you, know, you could be getting stuck in traffic but you went and you did it was there many things that you would have probably learnt we'll talk about like the benefits of running and, and more in general but from your experience was there anything that you learnt during that experience with your body or with your pacing or your nutrition or anything, kind of some key takeaways for people who are getting ready for the Dublin Marathon? So, first thing I'll tell you what went well, and then, because uh, I share this with a few of the guys who are training for the marathon, these are the things that went well and might be worth trying, was I actually found that when I got rid of the headphones and just went with no music, that actually, I actually ran better then 
the reason being is you don't have to go really, really fast for a marathon. Whereas if you think you're running 5K for time, I think the music would definitely help me. Yeah. But you're, you're running at a much more comfortable pace. So I actually didn't need the music. And that helped me to just relax and be more mindful and try and focus on just my own kind of mental game and just being more present on what I was doing and not getting distracted. So that might be worth someone trying in their training runs is try running without music, see how you feel compared to running with music. Because okay. you're running at a much slower pace rather than something where you need to be really amped up. The second thing that worked well for me was I was given a book by a guy called Dave who trains here. It's called Endure. It looks at um, all the different factors in endurance sport. They do a lot of following the Nike Breaking 2 lab and give you insights into that. Uh, and what's, what, that? what's that? So the Nike have got a small lab in their uh, Oregon headquarters and they've been on a mission to break the two-hour marathon and they've taken in a lot of runners, but there's three main runners who are some of the best in the world and they picked them for different reasons. Um, and using the shoes, looking at everything you could possibly do, they've got a team of sports scientists trying to find the little edges that will help them break the two-hour marathons so things like where they did it on a like a racetrack and it was like the perfect altitude they figured for someone to beat uh, the marathon time they had where they were like running pacing for each other which isn't really allowed in the marathon but they're doing yeah. that like anything the amount of carbohydrates they were taking on like anything you can imagine to try and get these lads the edge to get them to break two okay. uh, one of them just set the world record for the marathon uh, recently um, but in that book there's lots of different things and I, one of the things they talked about was where you get carbohydrates put it in your mouth so a sports drink swill it around and you don't even have to swallow it you can spit it out but that can help because basically the central nervous system the brain all these things lead into fatigue so by having that they theorise that that can trick your mind a little bit to think that oh, I've got more fuel keep going so you don't even have to take on that just having it in your mouth so i was doing that with a power aid where i was just swilling swing, it around in my mouth every couple of k and then swallow it but just from reading that book i thought i'd try it yeah and don't know if it's placebo but for me that actually worked really well because every couple of k i'd be looking forward to swill that and i feel like i'd have a, a boost in energy to, yeah. to go again and it wasn't like i was taking on loads and loads of fluids that i felt sick from drinking more than they would in my training runs so again that could be something someone plays around with because they were the two things that worked for me okay in terms of things that didn't work obviously the technical errors not being as well planned as i could with the route um not having practiced I pr we practiced it with neil before but like not practice being on the phone uh, when i was running yeah um those things definitely um, in terms of I probably should have taken on more fluids but obviously not having fueling stations I did it on quite limited fluids because I just took what I could carry and um, th so they were kind of the big learns but in terms of pacing uh, chatting to a few guys in the gym who've run marathons before one of them said, two of them said to me today they said oh, it's a kind of a race that builds up to a 10k race at the end it's a 10k race <laughs> at the end and I said, yeah, that was so true. Because in terms of my own pacing, I did, 
I can't remember the exact number, but I think I was around the hour and a half mark for the half marathon. Okay. Somewhere around that. Like I was Very in my, respectable. In my head, I'm looking. I think it was under, but I don't want to big myself up. But anyway, I was thinking, oh, if I can keep going, even at a slower version of this, I'm definitely going to break the four-hour mark. Um, and then further in, started to tire, started to slow, but still felt like definitely going to do this. Um, I got to 33k in three hours, so the three hour mark, I hit 33 yeah. point something. So in my head, I'm like, less than 10k to go, get it done in under an hour, you have achieved your goal. Um, but then the wall hit and I started running really slowly and just basically shuffling. I was a glorified run and I just couldn't get up out of that gear to get it going in the end. And I ended up taking me. Um, 9k took me an hour and 12 minutes i was absolutely goosed so that in terms of my pacing that was probably the biggest learning for me is like how hard it is at that end part yeah so i think for me do just do another marathon again do more long runs put more miles in the legs but even i think i'd be better equipped for it for having it done it once i think i would be maybe start a little slower as well but it's hard to know without Maybe that might have hit from just being out for three hours. So if I'd have gone slower, maybe I got 30k or 29. Maybe just the time when my feet might have been the killer. Possibly, yeah. um, And being better fueled. In terms of from your experience, so you've done one in Prague. It's it's the exact opposite. Like I did all my runs. The weather was like standard kind of February, March weather here. I was injured in the lead up to it. Did a good bit of kind of six weeks of really good training. And I'd have done a lot of experimenting with the energy gels. And I was actually really confident going into it that I'd done everything that I could in a short space of time. But like when I got there, it was like 30 odd degrees. It was remember that, that period yeah. of weather in, it was May. Um, because it was just before the wedding, but like in May, the, the weather was incredible all over Europe. So in Prague, it was like 30 odd degrees. Um, and I was the same as you. My pacing, I I knew what I wanted to, to do, and I was I was a bit too quick because the energy I was pumped, uh, for having the crowd there. So I finished my, um, my half marathon in kind of like one twenty four, one twenty five. I, I was flying it around, and exact same thing. I got to, I think it was about thirty six k. I was going really strong until then. I was even kind of like encouraging people along that were were struggling around because there was people kind of collapsing in the heat and everything and it just got to the point where at about like 35 36k where i just I, if i physically stopped i wouldn't have been able to get up and go again yeah. and it's funny you say the thing about the you and looking forward to the bit of power aid in the mouth and the feeling of it the biggest thing that happened to me was i was running up i thought i was coming up to the 39k signpost and in my head i was going right 39k once i hit that it's only 3k to go I'll, I'll be i'll be i can make 3k no matter what like i can walk i can crawl 3k i'll be fine but the sign then said 38k so i tricked myself to think i was a k ahead and even it's only one kilometer like what should be five minutes that that like literally broke me um and just because i've been telling myself for five six minutes come on once you hit that 39 i saw 38 my heart broke and there was a water station then just after that and i was like okay they have orange Gatorade and I was loving it the whole way around. It was tasted really nice and I was looking forward to the orange Gatorade and when I got to the 38k mark, which is what I thought was 39, they only had water left. They had no orange Gatorade yeah. and those two things that are so insignificant but under that much stress and while you're going through that much pain, um, it just, it literally crushed me and it was a case of just don't stop. Like the four hour mark went out the window for me and exact same thing. I crawled the last 3k. I think my pace was nearly seven and a half minutes per kilometer for the last 4k um 
which you know obviously it was way off what I was hoping to hit uh, and it just became that slog to actually physically get over the line um, but yeah the pacing probably started too quick uh, even though guys had, guys had told me not to start too quick I just couldn't help it with the occasion um, and exactly like you said if I had had something in my head like that just run you know forget about like I was distracted by the sign I was thinking right this is going to be 39 like get out of my own head if I had just said you're going to be running for another 20 minutes forget what the sign says I probably would have done it quicker if I had forgotten about the Gatorade and just whatever was there threw it into me it wouldn't have made a difference but my mind think, kind of racing and thinking made that last 3-4k kind of the worst thing I'd ever done to be honest yes, it really is I think for us coming from backgrounds of doing stuff where we would have done mostly stuff 90 minutes or under for more intense bursts 15 minutes for you coming off the bench exactly the 15 minutes coming <laughs> off the bench for me Uh I think part of it was my ego at some level was like I can tough it out if you get me on that so if you'd have told me before get me 33k in 3 hours and all you gotta do is get 9k in under an hour in my head I'd be like I can do that I can push through that but you don't really know until you experience it how challenged it is when your legs are really sapped of energy um, so for me that was a huge learning of it and it gave me so much respect for the people who've done it before there's so many people in our gym who've done marathons and you're like wow the times they tell you or yeah, yeah. the fact that they've done it you're just so impressed there's tons of guys in the Crusaders running club a lot of guys in the gym people who've run like Ironmans triathlons it just gives you a whole different level of respect for everything you do so like huge kudos to the guys in the gym I know we mentioned Reiner before um, like he's he, his 12 marathons this year I think he's doing three marathons three weeks in a row um, last week he was in Cologne which we were supposed to do with him left him hanging high and dry sorry Reiner uh, Dublin he's doing something else as well it's like you know, for and, and there's so many people doing their first marathon um, with either this marathon, the double marathon, and then the New York marathon. There's a couple of ladies going over to run the New York marathon. Like, well done to those guys, and best best of luck. We're sure that you'll learn a lot. You'll all enjoy the experience because even though it was very tough for both of us, we it's something we've thoroughly enjoyed, uh, and they'll take so much away from it. Um, that'll stand to them with the rest of their kind of fitness going forward. So, well done to you guys. Um. On that note, before we move into kind of some of the general benefits of running, and it's something, running is something that we talk about a lot, Rhodes, with um, a lot of clients in the gym. Just there's so many associated benefits to actually getting out and running as part of any kind of fitness goal. Yeah, so for me, the main benefits is the ability to train the aerobic system. So for anyone, just general health, research shows that if you have a stronger aerobic system, that's going to be correlated to a long run, a better quality of life. So for me, that's the number one benefit to running. Number two benefit for me is the lack of barriers to entry. Bar barriers we set ourselves. I'll go on to that now. But the main thing is you don't need much for it. You don't need much money. Just pop your shoes on and go out and run. That to me is one of the best benefits. So no matter what's going on in your life, traveling is a huge thing. So when people travel, they may be stressed about, oh, I can't get to a gym. What happens if they don't have the right equipment? And it becomes all these barriers to go in and exercising. Whereas I'd say, just bring your trainers, go out for a run. And that's a huge benefit to me. Now, I see a lot of the time people putting up barriers saying, I'm not fit enough to go run or I hate running. With those people, I find um, if they kind of let go of the time or comparing themselves to other people and just go out and start slow, 
you can get over that. Uh, but it does take just going out and just getting used to running. It's not going to be comfortable at first, just like weights isn't going to be comfortable at first. And just go at your own pace and gradually build it up. Is well, I've got a question for you. Like, were we those people who hated running until we started? Or did you did you enjoy running as a kid? Or I loved it. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I got into weights was because I destroyed myself with shin splints. Uh, I used to run every... Like, I used to run, like, at least four or five days a week. Um, and then I ran, like, I'd run to rugby training, which was, like, say, four or five K away. Rugby train, run home. This is, like, when I was, like, 15, 16. And then, basically, I, got, I gave myself shin splints. But I was only, I was, like, six foot four, and I weighed whatever, like... 13 stone I was like I was really skinny yeah, yeah, gangly yeah. Uh, and then my neighbour who was a really great guy had keys to a gym in his uh, shed he had a shed gym and obviously he saw me one day and he asked me how my training was going I said it was going great but I hurt my shins and I'm not allowed to run and I was devastated and he said here's my keys to the gym go get them cut bring them back tomorrow you can use it whenever you want and that's how I started lifting weights and for me that's when I was kind of never really selected for any um sides of it, like representative and then I started lifting weights did a whole summer put on a load of weight <laughs> and got really like big for my age as well as being tall and then like from there everything took off for me because I got strong so but I actually came from a background of I absolutely loved running so even now I still love running okay uh, but, but you have, you, would you have done a whole lot of it the last couple of years just through, through different things at rugby and stuff probably not getting as much no. opportunity but I still love it. Okay. I, I just love going out and running. So like I, I've never really experienced what those people would experience in terms of not enjoying running. Um, I think it's because my dad, my dad, until he did his back and his hamstrings and everything else, but like he used to love running. Um, he still does. Big still, Mike, still, it takes off. If anyone hasn't, leave, we've obviously had Mike on the pod, but like his videos of him training are genuinely the funniest thing on Instagram by a mile. There, where was the one, your parents were in Portugal or something, and he like just was chatting yeah. to the camera and he just t- takes off in this insane sprint. His fo- like you can, All you can see is grass, sweat, his arse, everything going everywhere, and he literally just plonks himself down at the kitchen table on the veranda to like that some chicken and a beer. Yeah. So he, he still loves running. I've seen it. He, he does more modified sessions now where he runs up hills because they're not as hard. And even for that, that could be a way for someone to get into running. Um, you can modify it so you don't have as much pounding on the joints or you don't have to run for as long. So my dad would do a lot of where he starts at the bottom of our garden. It's quite a steep hill and he'd run up the hill and then walk back down and he'd do 10 of them at the end of his sessions. Um, but that could be a good one for someone who maybe has problems with their joints or finds yeah. running very uncomfortable. You could start with that doing intervals up and down hills because the gradient of the hill increases the effort but your force actually goes down because you can't produce as much force as you could on a flat or a downhill. Better on the joints, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but for me, I think the main benefits is obviously increasing your aerobic conditioning, um, which is going to help everyone in terms of health, but also in terms of your ability to recover between intense efforts, the bigger your aerobic engine is, the faster you can recover between sets, between workouts. Uh, For fat loss, they're one of the best things that people add in when they do a transformation. Say, for instance, you're already training four or five times in the gym in a week. Going out and going for an easy run, not a hard run because that's a different thing, can be classed as active recovery. That increases your daily physical exercise. That increases your activity over the week. 
you're burning mostly fat when you're doing aerobic exercise. So if you're burning mostly fat, that could be a great fat burning exercise. Yeah. And the other thing is, it's very hard to overtrain on easy runs. Not hard. If you're going more than an effort level of six or seven out of ten, it becomes a different thing. But you become anaerobic and your body has to recover from that. But that can be good for body composition. Um, and the other thing is, I think just that idea of not having a barrier to entry. No matter who you are and what you're doing, you can just pick up your runners and you can go run. Even if it's a case of you run for 200 yards, walk for 200 yards and you do that for 20 minutes or run hills. Um, that's how you can start your fitness journey or keep it up when times are really, you know, you're really busy and work and you don't have time to go to the gym. 15, 20 minute run a couple of times a week is going to put you in a better place than not doing anything. Yeah, that's that's exactly what kind of running has done for me. Like, I, I didn't really like running when I was growing up. Uh, I, like, yeah, I just would have done it as part of training when I had to for rugby. I didn't really overly enjoy it. I enjoyed sprinting, obviously, because it's shorter and it, it's easier. I didn't really have a, I don't have a long distance body for running, but um, my short stride doesn't help. But what I found is definitely over the summer with weddings, with stags, with everything that's been going on, you know, even when we've been traveling, so we've been around, like you know a lot of short breaks over the summer with weddings and that kind of stuff. It's so it's exactly like you said bring your runners throw them on, but like the the mental benefit that it has for me is huge because yeah. um, I've talked about it on one or two of the podcasts recently with a couple of injuries. I've actually found it really hard to get into routine with training over the summer, and running is the one thing that's probably given me a little bit of comfort to get out there and know I'm going to sweat and know I'm going to feel better afterwards but as well as the social side of things if you go running like there's a couple of guys in the gym who I would just I throw a text into the group or whatever and say is anyone running this week what time is you run that and like it's not like I'm out there killing myself I'm doing 35-45 minutes I'm having a chat with somebody enjoying the weather like you know it's it's a great way like for your mental health and just for that social aspect I think running is, is a fantastic thing to do and then to tie in all the health benefits that you're talking about it's something that people should definitely look at doing um, I think a good thing if you're listening to this podcast now uh, I was listening to podcast last week and one of the things that the guy said on it was if you haven't done much running before find an event now that's coming up uh, a 1k a 2k or whatever find an event now listening to this and book it there's the night run coming up on the 7th of November there's a big gang of us from the gym doing that um, there's 5k runs in Marley Park every weekend in Beach Park just do one get out and do it and see if you enjoy it and if it's something you can add into your training especially if you're someone who's struggling with training and you don't know where to go or what to do just book one right now go online find one book it and turn up and do it and see how it makes you feel because um, it'll definitely help you kickstart a routine if you're struggling for any reason whether it's mental physical stress whatever it might be it'll definitely make you feel better yeah couldn't have said it better myself Thanks, Rods. Uh, so I think what would probably be a really good note to kind of bring the podcast to an end is uh, after the Dublin Marathon uh, in the gym, number 34, Lower Leeson Street, we're having a huge kind of gathering. Anyone who's run the marathon, you don't have to remember the gym or anything. We've got uh, Base Pizza. Thanks to the guys at Base Pizza are dropping in a heap of pizzas. And we'll have vegan options, Neil, don't worry. But loads of pizzas getting dropped into the gym. Space to shower, space to leave your kit before the marathon or whatever. It's going to be manned by Aoife and a couple of guys from the gym. So if you're interested, just pop us an email. Uh, info at FFS or hit us on Instagram all the posts will be up about it um, but we'd absolutely love to see as many people down to the gym as possible and share the experience together and enjoy what will ho hopefully be an amazing day in Dublin anything else Rudd's uh, last bits of advice for anyone doing the marathon or uh, getting ready for the night runs or anything like that just run just run couldn't have said it better take care <laughs>